0: Shut up and sit down. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Third Shift. This is episode 24, and this is our 2016 year end wrap up, year end recap, extravaganza, whatever you want to call it. I'm one of your hosts, Matt. With me, as always, is my buddy Eric. Eric, how has this Christmas week treated you, man?
1: Oh, fantastic. Apparently everyone thinks I'm a I'm a repair man and I got all sorts of nice shiny new DeWalt tools. Nice. Oh yeah, I did. I mean, they got me everything, man. They got me the ratchets, they got me the wrenches, they got me the screwdrivers, you know, all the things, the saws, the razor blades. Mhm. So, that was pretty nice. And uh beyond that, you know, the kids, they had a freaking blast. They oh, were yeah, i uh, sure. More presents, more presents, oh my god, open it up This is so amazing Cartwheels across Uh. the floor, you know And then of course the the greedy side of them comes out at the very end So, uh, was that like Christmas Eve? Are we going (laughs) to do like Christmas tomorrow now? No, children, that was Christmas Santa has come and gone Mm -hmm. Yeah, So you're like, that's being greedy You got lots of new toys, you know yeah, you know how uh, that goes.
0: But I want another shiny in addition to all my other yes, shinies. Yes, in
1: addition to the four thousand shinies. And I will yeah. say this too: for holy, but Jesus! As every year, I tell everyone, I say, please, please get them a five, ten dollar gift, and then get no, them twenty no. bucks no, in, no. towards their college fund. We have no, college no, funds no. for our children.
0: No, you got to give them no. like a forty dollar shiny mm-hmm. thing. They won't no. play with next year,
1: or or fifteen, five dollar shiny things. Because yeah. what we're searching for is we want to be the best aunt and uncle. We want to be the best grandpa and grandma. <laughs> you know. And that, and by that, by that, you've got to give them more toys, and you've got to make them smile and laugh and scream and be happy more. We don't want to think about their future. We don't want to think about the future. We don't, we don't uh, care about the future. We want that smile today.
0: So by this definition, Uncle Matt is actually literally the worst uncle. Hey, you got nothing. And when I come over, you kind of just stare at me. Yes. All right.
1: I'll come the best. You're the awkward, strange one. Yes. <laughs> yeah, say hi. Hi. Okay. Hey, kids. I'm going to go down to the basement. See
0: you later. Uh-huh. I'm going to drink this beer with your daddy.
1: Bye. Yep. <laughs> you might hear me swearing and being crazy upstairs later. That's about it. It might
0: happen. Hey, I can't, can't help it. not going to apologize for it because I don't remember.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll say nothing happened. <laughs> but it was good. We went out with the family. You know, Did the whole schnick. Um, Mm -hmm. I was pleased with the outcome of it all, and then Mm -hmm. a very nice part of it was the day after the tree went down, the ornaments, the decorations, everything was put away back in its boxes, and my house looks like a normal house, like nothing had happened. It was (laughs) wonderful. (laughs) That's good, that's good. So how about you? It was pretty good.
0: You know, Mom and I do generally a small Christmas together, not a whole bunch of stuff going on, but you I have major beef with, actually. Because, let's see, I, I'm, I'm going to go story time here on this one. One part of your present to me was a GameStop gift card. You went, hey, you know, go get one of your League of Legends Funko Pops you've been collecting. I'm like, all right, cool, I'm going to go do that. So we had Monday off. I'm not thinking, it's just a Monday off. I don't care. Drive over to GameStop, walk in the door. Oh, there's the League of Legends stuff right there inside the door. Let me take a peek-a-poo. Mm-hmm, who should I get? I'm going to get this one. And then... What other Funko Pops do they have? Well, let me take a look. What's this? What's this uh, small shelf down here on the floor? Let me... Oh, man. Buried underneath all this weird stuff are some Titanfall 2 Jumbo Pops. You know, the actual Titans with the pilots. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking through and I'm pulling out two boxes that look like, like Van Damme f- kicked across the room. So I'm like, oh, man. Bur- <laughs> buried in the back is one pristine one. I'm like, oh, perfect. It's beautiful. I'm going to get this, too. Why not just double up? So I take my giant Titanfall 2 Funko Pop box and my Little League of Legends box, and I stand up, and I look, and I look at the rest of the store, and this store is packed because it's December 26th, and I'm a grown-ass man. I don't have any kids, so I'm not thinking about... Oh, those kids are out from school. They just get to go to GameStop. And mom has no work to do. They're just going to go to GameStop. And I've never returned a gift in my life. So I I'm not thinking, oh, Billy and Jimmy and, you know, Bimmy and Jimmy and Sally and Sue all got games that they're going to return for credit or they all got gift cards and they're going to go mm-hmm, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, I, I can't do this. But it's too late because I've already rummaged for like two and a half minutes in Funko Pop boxes.
1: Yep. <laughs> you were already the crazy person.
0: So I'm standing here, just staring, staring sad at this big ass line. Like, ah, uh, walk all the way to the end of the line, and in this whole line are all my favorite subjects. There's four and five year old Bimmy and Jimmy running around, pulling crap off the shelves, throwing it in the air. <laughs> Mom, look at this. <laughs> There's 10-year-old Steve who's got his whole pile of games but he keeps dropping them on the floor anytime he has to move cuz he's a child and there's no parent helping him carry these games. There's teenage hipster douchebag there with his older sister. "Uh, gee, Timmy, do you uh do you think regular Wii controllers work with the Wii U? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not good at like games. <laughs> And because it's GameStop, every single transaction you go up, oh, hey guys, oh, you're going to trade this and you're going to trade that in, okay. Your trading credit is 47 82 but it could be sixty-two eighty-five if you have a pro card. You have a pro card? No. What's a pro card? Oh, well, let me tell you, I pro card, if you get this, you get this, 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 you get this bonus, you get that, 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 that. Oh, you want a game? Let me inexplicably walk over to the wall of games and stare at it for like five minutes before I bring your game back. Ah! Oh! I just want to buy something! So, yes, <laughs> your Christmas present caused me untold amounts of anger and frustration. No, you can't it was blame awesome. me
1: for that, though. That's impossible. <laughs> that's See, your fault, you son of a bitch. I'm a smart, educated man, and I know not to go to no stinking store on <laughs> December 26th. That, that's, the, that's preposterous hip hop You know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> like I said, man, both of those things that made the day haggard I have never done I don't think about. I'm just it's just a day I, I have off, so I might as well go pick up a present, but nope. Nope. Well that's, that's my sad tale for the week. Was
1: it thought that counts, something like that?
0: <laughs> it was actually. I mean my my Funko Pop looks really nice up on my uh See, there you go. On little entertainment center. Yeah, so and
1: by I, the way, your other half is still right there. It's over there. <laughs> waiting for me to finish it. <laughs> I'll get you, don't worry. <laughs> Happy New Year's uh, Happy time. New Year's Christmasy present. Happy festive holiday time present.
0: <laughs> there you go. Happy welcome back. Gearbox is back from their holiday vacation.
1: <laughs> and by the way, we controllers do work with the Wii U. We U do do no, work I know. with Wii
0: so I, I, ju- I just stared angrily at the backs of their heads and wanted to punch them well that's, you should have just awful. helped them out no let
1: them, no. Let them know they should
0: they should have just got out of my hobby just get get away yeah. get get away from me let me buy my things and walk well out the and
1: door. also in their defense I'll, I'll state this i went to a best buy because i had this particular issue and uh at mm. the time i did not know whether they supported one another and i asked the video game representative there and he says mm. oh no no they don't nope And I went, that don't sound right. So I went on my trusty little phone and I searched on the internet for 5.7 seconds. And I found out that they do. And I went, hey, Mm -hmm. just so you know, they actually do. Look at that. Wow. Wow. (laughs) So there you go. Another wonderful retail story.
0: (laughs) Uh, Thank God for retail. It's the best.
1: That's right. I shouldn't be complaining because long ago I worked at oh wall 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 you know that place
0: the Wally World I don't yeah. know
1: can we mention those kind of things you know do we get in trouble if we're like hey Walmart's stupid or something
0: I wouldn't think so I mean they're not a sponsor of the show okay. unless they want it to be gotcha Walmart's great yeah, exactly. guys <laughs> it's my favorite place
1: <laughs> actually there's a lot of good memories from there if anybody's ever watched that Superstore see? show man it's a good show see see so anywho's I've worked at retail before. I know the gig. People come up asking me what kind of vacuums are the nicest vacuums, and I've got to pretend like I know all about vacuums because mm-hmm. the guy from the sporting goods section should probably know all about vacuums, right?
0: That's. I mean, if you know about footballs and basketballs, vacuums is just right there.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I've been in that world. I know. I got it. It's all mm-hmm. right. I, I'm okay.
0: <laughs> uh, so in addition to all of that nonsense, we also had our Talented Tuesday I, I will use quote fingers art competition this week. The subject was pendles. If anybody says mine wasn't art, I created art on that battlefield, oh. and I showed you my talent. That That is the epitome of Talented Tuesday right
1: yeah, there. Yeah, well, what if there was, were new players on the other side? You just wrecked their experience. They'll never play again.
0: Well, they got to learn not to mess not with Not to me. mess with the pendles, That's right? Just not to mess with me.
1: Oh, just Doc Funky. You see Doc Funky, and you say, oh, I ain't touching That's this. That's right.
0: You see Doc Funky, you bail.
1: Oh, no. Whoop. Nope. <laughs> oh Oh, you're ridiculous. You're just ridiculous. Unless it's
0: a Friday night, and that's that case, they might catch us unawares. Hey, I don't know.
1: A couple weeks in a row, it was not happening. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) There was some magic in place. A little dust had been thrown and cast upon us. Mm -hmm. I doubt it's going to last, but hey.
0: Don't jinx it for tonight, dude. That's true.
1: You're right. You're right. We got a little drunken game time ahead of us here, I think. Oh, yes. Uh uh So we did what? Pendles, and I'll say that... uh, Mine came to me, as it usually always does, in the spur of the moment, heat of the moment. Mm. I was thinking, oh, man, you know? And then I went, god dang. And it came upon me by accident because somebody had brought a, a knife box into where I, where we work. And they're like, Really? whose knife box is this? Who owns this Shensu blade? And I'm like, what the hell's a knife box doing in here anyway? It makes no sense. like an actual Chet. giant blade. Chet. Chet, 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 Chet. Chet or Howard. He had
0: to put it in his boot.
1: Right. And, and yeah. so, of course, I'm like, no way. And then I went, ah, that's a, that's not, this is a knife. And I went, oh, nice.
0: crocodile
1: does god damn it.
0: <laughs> Plus, you actually have the reptile theme integrated. There. Yes. A snake and a crocodile, mm-hmm. boom.
1: Yes. Double whammy, bada bing, <laughs> bada boom. Well done. And then, uh, you know, the famous, and as always, you know, Sukio's invisible pendles wasn't mm. even there.
0: Well, Solas actually said he did send one in, but it was invisible, like Pendles.
1: Oh, was that Solas who sent that in?
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then she gosh. went, "Oh, I should have done that." And it sparked me because in the back of my brain, I was like, I was thinking, "Man, if Danny doesn't have time for it, I should just tell her just submit like a blank screen." she'd be like, "Look, it's Pendel's invisible." And Beautiful. I forgot, and just.
1: Poof. But Solas took care of it, so it's all good. Yeah, he got it. Yeah, good. Well, good. And what are we looking at? Are we going to do one next week, or are we going to go ahead and skip next week and save it for two weeks from now?
0: I think we're going to skip next week officially, but we'll announce who it's going to be in the next week. In the next one. Because our next week's episode is just going to be pure conjecture land fantasy fun times. So no official business on the show in that one. But our next Talented Tuesday subject is going to be Claptrap. We're changing it up, going Borderlands. It's Claptrap time. I already got an idea.
1: No, I've got... (laughs) How can you not have an idea? I mean, it's clab trap. Uh-huh. Any situation he's okay in. So it'll be interesting.
0: Spoiler alert, mine's gonna be a crossover.
1: Uh-huh. Oh man, I can't wait. Look at you gonna put in some double time effort. That's, That's a rarity. Right. Trying to draw two characters at once. Woo.
0: That actually is a rarity. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Look, it's a character and a bunch of squiggles and scribbles. Mm-hmm. You get the gist <laughs> of what I'm trying to do, right? Uh huh. God bless. So let's see, anything else around Battleborn or Gearbox in general? I think they did give the shift code, which was the Borderlands pre-sequel keys, correct?
0: That's right, five golden keys for the pre-sequel. And that's, of course, on the Twitter, in the show notes. It's everywhere you want to find it. And that's the last bit of official business we have for this week, because there's nothing else going on, so we just kick it right off.
1: Might as well. Everybody else is on vacation, having a grand old time. So, you know, Mm -hmm. I guess we'll just have a little episode about 2016, man. That's right. What do we do? What do we play? You know, how things went. Mm -hmm. Just roll on down past and and be happy. Or maybe sad. I don't know.
0: (laughs) We're going to take you back to the past. Oh, I'll get get in trouble. Oh, yeah. If you sing that for more than three seconds.
1: Yes, he does have that, that, actually. Mm, No. Come on, man. Sorry,
0: James Rolfe. I'm sorry. Why don't you kick it off there, Eric? Oh, okay. Well, bring bring yeah. us back to a, a, a great memory from the past.
1: All right. So I was, I was thinking we'll start this off. I, I think we've discussed it in an episode before, but just in general, mm-hmm. what we do? That was huge this year, Matt. We started this podcast. That's true. So we wouldn't actually be even having this episode if not for starting this podcast. Uh, and so for all the boys and girls and all the ladies and men out there, you know, I thought we'd just kind of give a little about how we came to actually do this instead of just being a fantasy land thing that we talked about all the time
0: Well, see how we did it is that it was a fantasy land thing for about like probably good like three months Mm -hmm. but a good solid three months we actually were talking about oh man we should actually do like a podcast about this stuff there's all these people who do and at that time it was borderland stuff all these people do the streams and do the you know the youtube videos and Nobody like sits and talks about it. Maybe we should play through Borderlands two again, start doing, you know, a podcast all about that. And then Battleborne came along and just dropped into our lovely hands and we went, Oh my goodness, wow, this is actually pretty awesome. And no one else is talking about it. So let's talk about it.
1: So basically in a nutshell, yeah, it went down quite quite similar to what you're saying. I would say the only difference was the we did have a lot more conjecture talk than what you're alluding to. It was it was a ton of no, really, this is a good idea and we could no, do yeah, it. Yeah. No, we could do it. Oh, we could. And then a week would go by and we'd be yeah. like, hey, oh, we could do it. No, we could. Yeah, well, we could.
0: Well, yeah, because that, w- that was the best part because we were playing it you know, sometimes together, but a lot solo, mm-hmm. and we'd come back and talk together about what it was we were doing. Like, oh man, I had this match that was blah, 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 blah and I found out that Alani really works well with XYZ character, and I was playing this, and got these cool skills and i got the mutation that unlocked oh my god it was so cool and then we're like oh man it's we had like 30 minute discussions like at least twice a week about this game we're like oh man we we really could actually do this Mm -hmm. if we wanted to
1: the hardest part of course was i had to come home and convince Mm -hmm. my wife that being (laughs) silly and doing a podcast was a good thing uh,
0: sp- spending money on a microphone yes. was a good idea.
1: So I came home one night, and this was before we'd actually 100% said yeah. And yeah. I came home, and I was like, oh, you know what, babe, you know, da-da-da-da-da, this, this would be so much fun. something I've wanted to do. You know, this would be great. Mm-hmm. And, of course, she's looking at me like, you are freaking bananas. What are you talking about? What is a podcast? Well, we, <laughs> we, we talk, and then people listen to it and stuff, and it entertains people while they're working or driving or whatever. Oh, I've never heard of that. Yeah. I don't know. What is there money in it? Uh, not really, maybe a little bit, but not really. It's more for fun. I'm, you know, be yeah. be cool. You know, I guess. And I went, oh, I guess, I That's guess. No, it's not a no. Not a no. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so immediately I get on Amazon and I'm like looking around. You know, spending quite a bit of time looking at microphones, trying to find the best bang for the buck, all that good stuff. Picked one out, purchased it. And then I immediately went mm. sent text, I believe it was a text, and then I told you the next day, right? yeah, 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 I, I sent you a text and went, "I did it, sucker, it is time and then i, I linked them the particular microphones we purchased, or I purchased mm-hmm. at that moment, and then sure enough, next day, I was like, "Oh, it's over, dude, I already bought it. It's on the way. we got to do it now it's too late, yeah it's yeah. too late to apologize. That's like three point <laughs> three seconds so.
0: and I will say that whole time you were discussing it and talking about it i was I was on my little web. My little web phone at work going, oh, man, let, let me Google, how do you podcast? Oh, what, what good microphone for podcast is? Oh, wow, cool. Look, so, you know, I think we were all doing our research. Mm-hmm. Even Danny was getting she, – she was – Almost more into it to some degrees than we were. Oh, yeah. She's like, Oh, here's how you do it. Here's how I do this. Here's this, 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 this. I mean, because she goes, I mean, she goes a little overboard when she's really into something. And it was just like text, 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 message, message, message. Here's how you do it. Here's tutorials everywhere. And it was like, Oh, man. And so we, I think it was that perfect confluence of just three people whose interests sparked up to the exact same height at the same time. We'll say we, we were once for. Now we're three.
1: Yes. That's Start yeah. off as four. That's another
0: thing that happened this year. We started the podcast with two other support people who were very excellent, and we lost Player X, who was our original audio guy, and Danny was just our social media person. So since then it's gone down to Danny's our audio person, you do the Facebook, I do the Twitter, she does like Reddit and a couple other things. And
1: kinda over but, overlooks once in a while. Yeah. And what what's going on in case we miss something or uh, aren't paying attention to something, especially, you know, because it's hard for me to pay attention just for obvious reasons. I have kids, and sometimes when I get home, getting on Facebook or reading things, and, and you know, it, it doesn't sound hard, but when you get home and you're like, all right, I got to figure out what's going on. Did anybody say anything? Did anybody do anything? Mm-hmm. And even I'll see it. I'll be like, okay, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Solus said this, or Jozo's, or somebody said this, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I got to say something, I got to, you know, respond or something. Yeah, I'll get to that. And uh, oh, Isabel fell down or something. Mm-hmm. Gone. It's gone. Whew. And then I go, oh, I never did respond to that. Mm. Darn.
0: <laughs> yeah, or, or it's that awkward thing where you know I'm checking the Twitter on my phone. Oh, Jozo said something. Let me put it. You know, click on the comment so it stays on my Twitter. And then oh, hey Matt, can you do the thing? Oh, okay, I'm gonna go go do the thing at work. Then I come back like eight hours later. It's like oh. Third shift could respond to that, but it's it's like eight hours later now. It's it's like two in the morning. Most everybody's asleep. Ah, mm, I don't know. It's weird. It's weird timing-wise to manage those kind of mm-hmm.
1: things. It just kind of leads into, you know, you got into it. We got into it. We hopped in. Got mm-hmm. Player X on board. Got a Sukyo Danny on board. You know.
0: <laughs> Subaru 82. Subaru
1: 82. Yeah, you know, we got going, and. And it was just rolling and rolling, and then of course we lost player X. and We just had to mm-hmm. kind of change up the formula a little bit, and he started like, "Oh, yeah. the cow! There's, you know, there's a lot to it if you want to keep people going and keep people on board and mm. and, and interested." And and we're doing it on a super small scale, you know. We, oh yeah. So yeah,
0: we're just. We're just three scrubs in three basements yeah. across the city. It's That's
1: insane, you know, because I, I listen to about a billion and a half podcasts nowadays, mm-hmm. and there's some of these guys and gals who got these huge productions, you know, oh, yeah. and I'm like, jeez, oh, Pete, you know, I couldn't imagine getting up that, that big where it's just every day's a superstar, mm-hmm. some big-name developer, some big-name this coming in and talking to them, and they're getting scoops mm-hmm. and flying all over the country and sometimes world in some cases. I'm like, wow, you know, I sit in a basement and record a podcast and have fun, drink a beer or two, and away we go.
0: Yeah, it is weird to think about people who do, I mean, even like radio shows, do that like three hours for Mm -hmm. five days a week. I mean, we do about an hour once a week, and sometimes that's hard to do, especially finding the time, finding a time that works for you, works for me, you got to put the show notes together, all that kind of stuff. And then there are people who do that, I mean, I mean, obviously that's their living, so it's not that big a deal. But, yeah, it's, it's definitely more work than I thought it would be, but it's also rewarding in different ways than I thought it would be, too. Because, you know, like we said, it's, it's hard to keep up on the socials sometimes, but when you do have fans like Sean and Jozo's and Hunter, you know, actually responding to the show, and, oh, hey, we put out an episode like the L Drag Deep Dive, oh, hey, I think Dropkick sucks. And then Joe Zos listens to it. He says, Oh, here's a pro tip about Dropkick. Hunter chimes in, Oh, I actually kind of like Dropkick. I like the bicycle kick. So it's just, it's really rewarding and just a, a good feeling to see this, this little project that we've done. It actually affects people around, you know, around the country, around the world. They actually listen to it and respond to you. I don't know. I, I enjoy it. Oh, I yeah. really like running
1: the Twitter. I love it. I, I, I'm actually super jealous because, as I've always said, you know, the Facebook side's. Not as lively. It's uh,
0: hey Howard loves you, man.
1: Howard loves me, and that's what matters. Also, we we
0: we do have Bobby Enot. He's yeah. he's a good fan. He's he's messaged us a couple times. But
1: I I feel like it's more of a notification board instead of an interaction board. Yeah. That's kind of how I see yeah. it. Just letting everybody know what's up, what's going on, then moving on. Mm-hmm. Whereas yeah. I feel like Twitter's you know that's where everybody's conversating and talking at. So I'm always I'm always yeah. over on Twitter. Like oh did 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 Matt respond to that? Did Matt say anything to that? Oh man. Well, that's pretty cool. I wonder if you I stay I should... off my Twitter. Stay off my Twitter, son. Get off my lawn. Yeah, and then exactly. See that? You hear that, everybody? I go. I'm, I'm gonna post, Matt. Don't you post? You ain't posted. Get off of here. <laughs> oh man, I want to post.
0: <laughs> I mean, Danny does like half steal my Twitter every other day with a Tumblr post, though. So, I mean, I guess you can post if you want. True. Just, just don't post anything stupid.
1: I don't make promises, Matt. I can do what I want. I think by now the you know the, no, I'm well the, aware, the dedicated yeah. and or faithful listeners, they know the difference between an Eric Post, a Matt Post, and a Danny Post. Yeah, I'd say that. I think you can tell. <laughs> oh,
0: that's definitely true. <laughs> oh,
1: he said something bizarre. That must be Eric. That's got to be Eric. <laughs> oh, here's something super polite and concise. Oh, there's Danny. And then uh-huh. here's some accurate information with a quirky little quip or something. Oh, it's Matt. There you go. Boom. Done.
0: <laughs> here's a wise-ass comment with a GIF attached. Oh, that's, that's Matt. That's got to be Matt.
1: Yeah. yeah uh-huh. <laughs> Jeez. So yeah, that was a fun project, you know, and we're, oh, yeah. and it's weird to see that we're recording the last one of the year, moving into a brand new mm-hmm. year, still going, you know, I remember back oh, in yeah. the day we said, hey, after 10 episodes, we'll see where we are, you know, if we got more than 10, 15 people listening, you know, we should consider <laughs> ourselves a success and we'll keep going. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> and I And I do still, part of me feels like that's where we should be. Just like, oh, you know, Howard listens and mom listens and a couple other friends listen. But we got so many more listeners than we ever thought we would. And, you know, we're not like super big
1: time or anything.
0: But we get, you know, the 350, 400 people listening every single week. And it, it's awesome to see. It's.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm super stoked. I mean, it's. And it can only get even better because, you know, you got mm-hmm. Battleborn, amazing game. Obviously, as we know, it didn't do like, you know, oh my God, steal the world. And we know that it's got its niche. But it didn't explode. It wasn't like a, an on-top-of-the-world game. And it still can be, and we keep saying that. Oh, yeah. And we're going to try, damn it. We're going to push for it. And, of course, everybody mm. that listens, they are, too. I see them all the time on Twitter and everywhere else just going, hey, listen, if you haven't got this game, get the game. And that's fantastic.
0: So, yeah, just a couple days this week and or maybe last week, they, were, they had the hashtag Why I Love Battleborn
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, you know,
0: hashtag going around. I saw all kinds of people posting all kinds of stuff about that.
1: Yep, so did I. It was pretty cool. But in the future here, 2017, 2018, going forward, you know, Gearbox does have some very large IPs as well. Obviously Borderlands. You know, when games like that hit, if we're still around, which, by gods, unless somebody kills me, which is definitely possible.
0: I was going to say, yeah, well.
1: (laughs) I'm going to be still here (laughs) recording.
0: Yes, yes, and
1: if we're still here recording, talking about Borderlands, talking about Battleborn, talking about whatever big IP gearbox has going, mm-hmm. that's just more listeners, more people that want to check us out, and we want to go ahead and give all the information we got to them. We'll grow. It's gonna be amazing, you know. That's more for conjecture land next year. But I just wanted to say we're doing
0: good. That, that's that's dreams of the yeah, future. Exactly. Ho- hopefully things will get bigger and better. I think you know. We've gotten bigger and better since our first episode, which was like 23 minutes of us stammering and umming and erring and eyeing. So we've blown up. We're double the size now. Oh yeah. Plus, I think we do a little bit better. Maybe. Uh, yes. Yes, we're awesome.
1: No, I try not to pay attention, so that way, whatever I say is just happening, man. I don't want. Uh, I don't want to. Yeah, I know. I
0: know. You're you're one less <laughs> listener to the show. Yeah. Download the show, ass.
1: No. <laughs> I I sit here and I hear myself talk. That's good enough. I know what I said. Damn it. Actually, I do miss out quite a bit on uh, some of Danny's awesome uh, audio input and sound effects and stuff. Sound
0: effects and everything. We should mention that next to none of that is any of our doing. Like, I think maybe there was one episode where I was like, oh, hey, maybe you could get a sound effect of a blah, 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 and put it in. But 99% of everything else is she's listening to it on the fly. She goes, oh, hey, uh, a sniper shot here sounds great. The Grinch music that she put in the L-Drag episode, that was all her, all kinds of stuff like that.
1: See? And that's what I miss out on. So part of me feels Mm -hmm. terrible when I don't listen to the episode that I helped make, but I just, I hate my voice, so therefore, why do I want to listen to it? (laughs) Uh,
0: I do too, but we do have funny moments that I either forgot about or that are still funny when you hear them again. Mm -hmm. So it's worth it. We do a great job, Eric. You should listen to our show.
1: Oh, uh, let's pat our backs. Every, every
0: Friday at noon. Tune into this episode, Eric.
1: Thank you. appreciate it. I might check that out. What is that? It's a third shift, right?
0: Oh, yeah. Speaking of people who don't listen to the episode, I was told by my buddy Mario at work I had to give him a shout-out in this episode. So what's up, Mario? You old bastard. You better be getting out of work pretty soon. Hopefully the machine's up.
1: <laughs> but there you go. For those of you who haven't heard the story, that's in a nutshell with all sorts of other ramblings. How we came yeah. <laughs> how we came to do the podcast and how we're still sitting here talking to you mm-hmm. all out there. Without that, well, we wouldn't have this particular episode. So, That's right. Moving on, however, to another beautiful topic. Matt, let's just go ahead and talk about some of our favorite games played this year.
0: Well, I'll do a little grab bag of things I'm not going to talk about too much, and then I'll hit a couple of the mainstays. First and foremost, it didn't come out this year, but everyone who listens to the show knows I played a crap ton of Witcher 3 this year. That game is probably the best RPG I've played in forever. The game is fantastic. Everything, the dialogue, the writing, just the, the world building, whether it's, you know, details in the bestiary or the actual world as you're riding your horse and looking at the scenery, everything about it is fantastic. I love that game to pieces. Even the side game, the uh, the mini game, Gwent, the card game in that is also fantastic. They did a spin-off of that, which I got into the beta of. Also amazing. Uh, a couple other, again, grab bag games. Uh, Zero Time Dilemma was it's a kind of an adventure slash uh, puzzle slash visual novel type game. Played a crap ton of that this year. Had a blast the whole way through. That whole Zero Escape series is one of my absolute favorites. And speaking of favorite series, again, a few weeks ago I mentioned on the show I played through Beyond Two Souls. Again, an older game, didn't come out this year, but just had a blast with that. I played it pretty much nonstop over like a two-day, you know, vacation from work that I took. It was just, it was everything I wanted it to be. It's just like the epitome of all the David Cage games. It's, uh, I don't know, it was just fantastic. I loved every minute of that. I guess that's all for the grab bag games. You got any quick ones you want to hit before we do like our, you know, top, full detailed... top
1: three, you know, games of this year? Oh, yeah. So, a couple shout outs this year. Uh, really enjoyed The Witness. And I know most of you out there probably listen to some video game podcasts, you know, talk all about it. And when this game came out, that's all anybody was talking about. Mm-hmm. And I used to play games like Uninvited. Shadowgate, you know, got a little mist in back in the day. So I was familiar with these, this genre, this type of game, this full on puzzle game, you know. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you got to give a shout out to, I don't care if this ain't this year, man. I don't care. Catherine. Oh, yeah. One of the best games ever.
0: One of the best games of all time, oh, yeah. yeah. It's got a, just. In, in my personal games of all yes, time. Yes,
1: yes. Personal games. But, anywho, so I love puzzle games. And these, yeah. everyone's hyping this thing up. They were talking about, oh, you got to take pictures and then you got to memorize this and move over here and do that and blah 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 so i purchased this game and i spent a good week solid uh just smashing through this you know not i don't cheat you know i don't look at anything so i'm going through puzzles trying to figure them out traveling other lands when i got stumped just having a blast so big shout out to that game i did not finish it i got i'd say about halfway through i got a couple two or three of those beams lit up Mm-hmm. And I don't remember how many of their total was, but I got a few of them lit up. And uh, it's not that I didn't like the game, but uh, life happened, you know, stuff happens, and all of a sudden it's like sixth or seventh in that PlayStation queue.
0: The podcast happens. Yeah. you got to play games related to a podcast.
1: That actually was a huge part of it, you know. Um, not that I didn't want to. I mean, Battleborne's fantastic, so, as we'll discuss. Right, right. But, uh, anyhow. Spoiler alert. Jeez. Yeah, right. God, jumping ahead. Jeez. But definitely a shout out to that, and I want to give a shout out to. um, See, this is the hard part, Matt, because a lot of these games I really want to talk about. I love all of it. I was gonna
0: say there was another one that just sparked in my head that I want to talk about some more too. Mm
1: -hmm. I'm like, this is just too much. It's too much. I'd like to like to give a shout out to Final Fantasy 15 because Mm. uh, I'm playing that currently actually, and I'm loving the whole hell out of it. But since I'm still not really through the story, still kind of digging my way through. Uh, I can't formulate a huge opinion yet on whether it was ultimately the game of the year, awesome, or top three, et cetera, et cetera. So right. just give a shout-out to that game, something I'm enjoying a lot right now. If you're into old-school Final Fantasies, uh, they got a lot of the old tropes in there, but uh, it's definitely gotten away from the old system. Uh, it's it's most definitively a Western Final Fantasy going around Mm -hmm. just hacking slash everywhere, rolling around, throwing spells out, blah blah, all that good stuff. So, yeah, those are my couple shout outs. And of course, let's you know, let's dig into our top three ish games this year. Mm -hmm. Let's go ahead.
0: My number three spot it it was a total toss up either between Titanfall 2 or Ace Attorney, Spirits of Justice. And I think I'm gonna have to leave Ace Attorney in the shout out section just for the same reason you did for Final Fantasy. I haven't played through it yet. I played the intro case and the the first case, and while they are exactly as amazing as I remember all the other ones being, I still haven't played through it all the way yet. So there we go. Sorry. Belated shout-out to that one. But my number three game of the year, and I hate ranking games, but this is just how I'm going to do it. Number three game of the year has got to be Titanfall 2. I started playing this game on a whim one weekend because... Let's see, Player X had bought it with his buddy Jeremy, and they were playing it and having a blast. And then, not too long after that, a free weekend came up for Titanfall 2. Just free multiplayer, just jump in and play however much you want all weekend. I jumped in there, and I was instantly hooked. That game is ridiculously fun. I mean, it has some Call of Duty aspects. It's basically, you know, a Call of Duty feel type of shooter. It's not super realistic. You run around, you move real fast, but it's got such fluid movement systems you can wall run you can mantle over objects just so smoothly that it feels i mean it feels totally different from call of duty to me even though call of duty has been having some more of that stuff in their latest entries but it feels like you took Call of Duty and toned it down just a touch because I feel like you can still have those Call of Duty moments where somebody snipes you out of nowhere or gets the drop on you and you die really quick, but it doesn't feel as quickly as Call of Duty where you turn a corner and in a millisecond you're dead before you even know what's happening. You get a little more survivability in this game, especially because you get a lot of loadouts for your characters. You can get special abilities that make you run faster, They can cloak you. You get a grappling hook, which is the most fun I've ever had in a multiplayer game. Throw a grappling hook out there, and if once you learn how to use it and use your momentum, you can like fly through the maps like, like Spider-Man. You can just be swinging around, fly, flying across half the map in like two seconds. On top of all that, the Titans are ridiculously fun. The first time you call one in, and it just goes smashes down on the ground destroys anything and anybody under it getting Titanfall kills is probably the best thing ever so oh it's coming in it's coming in is that guy gonna run into yes but then you jump in your Titan it does a little animation where you like if you're coming at it from behind you slide through its legs you hop up in the cockpit the Titan grabs you up with its arms and pushes you in there and then you're rolling around this giant death machine got all kinds of different abilities and skills you can unlock for your Titans all kinds of camos and all that other good stuff But, I mean, there's just there's nothing like it. And it it makes me really sad because Titanfall came out, like, I think it came out the same week as either Battlefield or Call of Duty, and then the very next week the other one came out, whether it was Battlefield or Call of Duty. So I feel like it got lost in the shuffle, but it brings something totally unique that neither one of those games bring, obviously in the Titans, but also in all the movement options that you have and loadout abilities you have. It's just... So unique. I, you know, I like Call of Duty. I like Battlefield. They're both fun. But this is just fun on a totally different, ridiculous level. I've been having so much fun with it. It's, it's got to go on one of my top games of the year.
1: I will tell you that my number three is the difficult one. Okay, And I say this because I played a ton of Destiny Rise of Iron this year. However, I don't want to put that as my top three because I've been playing Destiny since Destiny came out. So even though this DLC was amazing, it was short-lived, I feel. And even though it was fun, I had a great time, I got to play with my uh, sister and brother-in-law and all that other good stuff, I just can't put it there. So an honorable mention, Destiny Rise of Iron, good job. I hope they continue to make these great games, and I hope they make the story more in-depth. Because right now, if you don't read the Grimoire or listen to podcasts that talk about the lore behind this you really don't know what's happening. It's really, really vague. It jumps from story to story. It's just kind of it's kind of messy. So I'm really hoping that they clean it up and make it what it, it can be, which is just a fantastic game in every regard. So honorable mention, thanks a lot. Had a great time, Destiny. My number three is most definitely going to be Doom because holy freaking crap, man. I heard about it coming And, you know, a lot of people, oh, it's blah, 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 Doom's crappy, this and that. I've been a Doom fan since Doom's inception. And I don't care if they say it's good, it's bad, man. I get it, I play it. And I got a hold of this one, and it was everything Doom is supposed to be. Oh my gosh. You go in there and it's just fast paced. It is the complete opposite of shooters these days where you go and hide behind cover, shoot, move, move, hide behind cover, wait for your health to regen. And this game, the only way to succeed is to never stop murdering. The minute you stop murdering is the minute you die. So you don't hide You don't do nothing. You go and you shoot faces off. You murder demons. You rip arms off. You stab eyes out. You rip hearts out and shove it in demons' mouths. You blow them up. Oh, yeah. And the whole time, the music... Oh, God, the music behind there. Just these riffs that just make you want to punch that demon, make you want to just jump in that screen and rip his eyes out and eat them. (laughs) Eat them in front of him. Leave one eye in his frickin' head so he can see you eat his other eye. And then rip that eye out and feed it to him so he knows what you just tasted. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. That's what that game makes me feel. And if a game can make me feel that, it did a good dang job. Mm. And then, to top the cake off here... His interactions, old Doom Boy, his interactions with the, uh, the lead scientist, you know, egging him on, trying to get him to, you know, help out and do something. It's just fantastic. Every moment he says, like, oh, hey, no, no, don't break that because we're going to need that so we could fix the machine. Snap. He just breaks it and throws it on the ground and just stomps <laughs> on it. And it's just like, oh, my God. This dude just does not care. He doesn't care. Mm-hmm. You know, demons, kill demons. That's what I do. That's all I do. I don't care about your plan. I don't care about saving this project. I'm here to murder and destroy all these demons until they're dead. Period. (laughs) So there you go. Number three, a fantastic game. If you haven't got it, it's out there on shelves, super cheap, all over the place nowadays. Mm -hmm. So pick it up. You will not regret it.
0: Now going from nonstop action, which is way better than finding cover and shooting things, we go... To my number two, which is a finding cover and shooting things game, <laughs> which is <laughs> which is the division. And I I can't remember who exactly got us hyped about this. I know Josh was talking about it a lot at work. We got Player X and we got Danny both in on this. All four of us jumped into the open beta that they had, and we just got hooked right off the bat. I think it was, you know, we had just come from playing a lot of Borderlands you know as a group for a long time and so having like a a shoot and loot type system that was a in like a you know a near future kind of modern military type setting third person but with like a really smooth control scheme and a really slick interface really slick and clean it just felt so refreshing i mean we love borderlands obviously but just the the tonal shift from that to this other game it was so like clean and sharp and refreshing that we just We dove into that, and we we ate that game up for a long, long time. Mm -hmm. A couple months at a time. I think just before uh, Battleborn came out, we were still digging our hands into
1: that. It was just before and during it. Like that very first Mm -hmm. couple weeks of Battleborn, we were still rocking and rolling in there as well. And
0: that game was just, I mean, it was just ridiculously fun. Not only just from the missions and you know the dialogue and the whole world that they built, this like not post apocalyptic but like post disaster in New York and all the factions that had started to overrun the city and you're you know you know you're an agent that's brought in to try and put control back on the city but everything from the missions to just running through the streets for those those couple months I was just enraptured by this game the gunplay was fun the abilities were fun the even the customization, there wasn't a whole lot, but you know, oh man, I got a green beanie, I can make a whole green outfit now with this and this and this, gun camos. You had so many collectibles also throughout the world that would flesh out the world of the division. You would go and find a down drone and it would show you like an overhead view of an evacuation in progress or cleaners raiding a whole group of civilians. It really just made made the world feel more real. It felt, you know, more alive. Than just, oh, look, it's just, you know, a world and you just go into, and there's, I guess, random people over there, here, or wherever. I wasn't too much of a fan of the Dark Zone, but except for one awesome memory that we have that we might get into a little bit later, everything that came with the base build, they kept iterating on top of. They started releasing raids, they started releasing more legendary weapons, more, you know, more ways to tweak your character. I think right now they're in build 1.5, which is just revamped the entire you know the entire play experience you have different world tiers now so you can make the open world difficulty harder for yourself in addition to all the missions and the raids and everything and just the the way the developers have been building on this game to make it better and better and better reminds me of battleborn too
1: reminds me of people who care about what they've got and are trying to make it successful
0: exactly just another solid game from the off that's only gotten better with time so that's why it's number two on my list
1: Now, this one would have been on my list, but I knew you were going to put it on your list. So, I'll just reiterate that, yes, everything you said, amazing. Division, solid game. Looking forward to hopping back in at some, especially with the release of Survival. So, Mm. can't wait to get my hands on that. My number two, however, since you already threw Division in there, is most definitely going to be World Warcraft Legion. And I know earlier I said I didn't want to put a DLC on, because, of course, the game's been out forever, But in this case, they, as they usually do, not always, but usually, they reinvented a ton of things. And, oh my goodness, I went from a wild player who was hanging on by a pinky finger, you know, barely on, didn't know why I was subbed, would just kind of stand in the world and stare at things for no reason for like half hour at a time, (laughs) I kind of just lived in the past, wondered if maybe if I logged on, a magical sprite was going to carry me away and bring me back to the days of yore when I was in huge guild and raiding progressively and this and that and just going to town. And it wasn't happening. And then Legion hit. And all of a sudden, hey, man, you don't got a lot of friends anymore. They're all dead or gone. Well, guess what, buddy? You can still do this. Look at this five-man thing you can do. Look at this cool solo quest. Look at these world quests you can do to get loot that's equivalent to that of Raid Gear. Oh, wow. The story's amazing. The loot's amazing. The options they provided were amazing. They improved in every way, shape, and form possible. They changed it so you have these artifact weapons, so you're constantly chasing artifact power. I mean, it's just... I could go on and on and on but I'm not gonna but let me just say that game's fantastic. It got it's tangles all back in me and I'm back in there going, "Oh, I got to log on. I got to do my world quest. I got to go see if anybody wants to do the new Karazhan. I got to see what's going on." Oh, man. And that once again, if you can hook me like that, if you can make it so I have this urge in my brain telling me I need to get on and do something, you did a good job because it's hard to do that anymore for me. You know, I got too much going on anymore. It's, it's difficult. Yeah. So um, props to World of Warcraft Legion. Definitely my second favorite this year.
0: As for number one, I'm guessing we're probably going to have the same number one on this oh, one. Yeah. And Well, of course. You know, and not just because we're doing a podcast about the company that makes this game. But I think I checked my in-game clock a day or two ago, and I have 181 hours into this game. Which I mean, that's more than Witcher, and Witcher I have like 90. So 181 hours into any game is just ridiculous for me. And, of course, the game we're talking about is Battleborn.
1: Mm-hmm. I uh, as well put this as a number one, hands down. Mm-hmm. I did not check my time clock, but I can promise you it's going to be in the similar range. A ton of hours, and I know others have way more than that, but it's oh, yeah. still a ton of hours, a ton of fun... Oh, gosh bless. Nights and nights of just endless good times. Some very yeah. bad times, though. You know, in PvP, that's just, <laughs> you know, that's the way life goes sometimes. That's right. You know, these five-man teams, because you're in a three-man team, so it decides that, oh, well, this three-man team can take on a five-man team. <laughs> well, we, we've been getting less and less of that True. lately. It seemed, it seemed a lot
0: more even. But, hey... We don't really ever go over three-man teams anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, so True story. It's just you and me against randos. Which is
1: actually great because it, I feel yeah. that the system works really good for some reason. When we got that two-man mm-hmm. team, it puts us in pretty fair equal groups. And the chances of winning or losing are like 50-50.
0: Yeah, I feel like once you're in a two-man team, the most you get matched up against is a three-man team. Mm-hmm. And I mean you can balance that yeah, no out, problem. especially if your randos you're with are pretty good.
1: Yeah. So anyways, back to the point. Game of Mm -hmm. the year. This was a slow burner for me, I I will admit. Yeah. I got invited to the Alpha, got in the Alpha. We all did. We played it. Mm -hmm. And to be quite frank, we kind of were like, I don't know about this. I'm not sure this is what we want. And that's when, at that moment, Division came around. And that's when we jumped in. And we went hardcore in Division. And so we were like, oh, well, you know, we gave Battleborn a shot. I don't think it's for us. I, you know, And I was sad about that because I love Gearbox and I love Borderlands, you know. And I'm like, God dang, it's got to be good. There's no way. What the hell?
0: I think it was just such a sharp departure from, I mean, we had just come off of playing Borderlands with Brian and Danny. And we're like, hey, let's try out this alpha. Oh, it looks totally different and it feels so different. And it's all these characters and you got to level up like all through the match. And, you know, obviously the MOBA parts clicked with me, but it still just felt and just just the look and feel of it was so different. I think that's what put us yeah, off. Yeah, the
1: look was a problem, and not that it was bad. It was because, especially in the Alpha, I feel like they cleaned it up from Alpha to Beta. Oh, yeah, yeah. I couldn't see things. Like, I felt like mm. things were blurry, and I couldn't I couldn't see where enemies were at, at the time. And I'm getting shot and murdered, and I was like, well, I don't know what is happening. I don't know what is happening to me right now. And I didn't like that feeling.
0: I feel like they must have cleaned up either the textures or, like, the outlines of things. Because just like you said, I was just, I couldn't tell what was where. And plus the the other thing I remember is everything felt really floaty. Mm-hmm. It feels like they really improved the weight of it in the final game. Like, if you're a melee character, you can generally tell that you're connecting with somebody when you hit them. You get, the, you know, you get the little controller shake. You get, I don't know how to describe it exactly, but it just... It feels more weighty. And I remember in the alpha, it just felt like I was just running around through stuff I didn't really understand, spraying bullets or, like, wailing away with swords and not really feeling like I was connecting with a lot of things. So I didn't connect with the game.
1: Oh, perfect. Gosh, what a great job. So we moved on. We went to the Division. And then the beta came around. And you guys didn't play the beta. I did. I did.
0: No, we didn't. I downloaded it. Yeah,
1: you downloaded it. I downloaded
0: it, but I never played it.
1: I went and played it, and I was like, wait a minute. This is pretty cool. Wait, Mm -hmm. what the hell? Why did we not like this? (laughs) And I came to you guys after I played, and I said, so... I just want to say, like, if you haven't checked the beta out, maybe go uh, maybe go check that out. It's kind of pretty cool, actually. And you guys are like, man, I don't know, man. We'll see. We'll see. It was w- It's weird
0: to think about because I usually don't just shut down on games. Mm-hmm. But I think it was because we were, you know, we were knee-deep in the Division at that time, starting to actually get up to max level and mm-hmm. stuff. I think we were just like, oh, yeah, that'd be cool. But we could just be doing all this cool stuff in the Division. And having
1: a blast. So, yeah. yeah. So none of you played it. And the beta went away, and I thought that was it. I really, I was like, well, I guess, I guess there it goes, you know. And then, of course, our other story—we started talking about the podcast more and more, and things started rolling around. Battleborn came out uh, it was, it was a couple weeks in; we still hadn't purchased it yet. And mm-hmm. then Player X, who's no longer with us, you know, he, you know, got him props though. He went, "Hey, I was going to say
0: this was this was a miracle." Yeah. Player X came through like a shining angel from the heavens. Mm-hmm. And he said, hey, guys, look at this Amazon deal I found. <laughs> I found Battleborn with the season pass for the price of just Battleborn. We went, we can't not get that. Yeah,
1: and it was funny, though, because in a normal world, I could say that. And I've said it a billion times.
0: That's Yeah, that's true.
1: I say it all the time to Josh and everybody else with all these other games <laughs> everybody tries to get me to get. But for some freaking reason, I was like, no, hell no, yeah. I don't care. And I went home, boom, bought. I didn't even, I still at that particular moment when I bought Battleborn, I was like, I still wasn't 100% sure we were going to play it. I was just like, well, you can't. I got to do it. Boom, done. And I remember, I think I told Danny, maybe you were there too. You had to been. And I was like, well, I can't piss Randy Pitchford off. He'd be <laughs> mad at me if I don't buy a Battleborn, you know? I've been supporting him all this time. I got to buy it.
0: <laughs> he led us into the alpha. We got to buy exactly. it.
1: Exactly. So we bought it. And the rest is history.
0: Yeah, and, and I remember even at that moment, he showed that to me and I went, I'm going home and I'm buying this game. Even though I didn't like the alpha, the divine inspiration struck me. And I was like, there it is. Boop. All right. It's coming in two days. Uh-huh. Yep. It was just one of those weird moments where we both just went, all right, it's, it's done. It's happening. Here it is. And now we're playing it. I don't think even Player X bought it at that moment. He was like,
1: ah, yeah. No, he didn't. It was just me and you, remember? Because we were like, well, yeah, I guess we'll yeah. start just playing this in our, our drunken little get-togethers. Yeah. And so we started drinking beers. We popped it in, hopped an algorithm, and all of a sudden the magic just it just took hold. It was like mm-hmm. Peter Pan and old Tinkerbell sprinkling that dust, and you're just floating up in the air. <laughs> Away you go. That's right. And that's, that's precisely what happened. Uh, next thing you know, I'm floating over Michigan. I'm like, oh my god, I'm in dreamland. This is amazing, <laughs> and I fell in love with the game. You know, I just I started to get my characters. I Lonnie, I fell in love with Phoebe. You know, mm-hmm. I thought I wanted to love Calvin. I think I still want to love Calvin. You still it's want to? It's a complicated to, but... relationship. You know, someday, <laughs> me and you, Calvin.
0: That's another thing. Even when we were rolling with four people, which we never do anymore. We all found our individual characters we liked the most. You like Alani. You like Arendi. I liked Raina right off the bat and Oscar Mike. Player X. I don't remember who exactly Player X liked. I know he played Eldragone for a good long time.
1: Wrath, Eldragone.
0: He started getting into, yeah, Wrath and Boulder. Even Danny was just like, she liked Shane and, uh, Shane and Oryx, which nobody even touched for the longest time. Shane and Oryx, she liked playing. Uh,
1: she did Pendles. She did Shane and Oryx.
0: Yeah, we did Pendles, D'Andy. Uh, Dandy. Dandy was another one none of us touched. So it was it was just that perfect confluence of here's this giant menagerie of characters, and each of us who didn't really like choose our own play style, we just kind of gravitated this way or that. We all found characters that we loved, and they were all different. Mm-hmm. It was just it was it was crazy, man. Even Jeremy, our random fifth person, he loved playing Benedict, and all of us hate. Oh Benedict. god, it,
1: it was freaking perfect. Fresh can Benedict. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever happened to that guy. Holy mackerels. It worked out great. The only thing I would say, we never did get a really good tank. But, yeah, so the number one game, most definitely Battleborn. You know, the yeah. time put in, uh, the memory. Time put in alone, it's got to be number one. Oh, yeah, one. time in alone. But the character design, the yeah. audio, mm-hmm. the obviously the, the character interaction.
0: I was going to say, even the, the, you know, once you've played through the algorithm once, you play through it again and stuff's... Just slightly different. The voiceovers are just slightly different. You play through it with different characters. They have different interactions with the story. It feels like there's at least like five or so playthroughs you can play through and hear, you know, just slightly different voiceover the whole way through. Mm -hmm. And that's not something that you see on the surface. And that's not something I ever heard anybody mention in any of the reviews they did. Not that I read a lot of game reviews, but nobody ever talks about that.
1: Well, don't. Don't read the game reviews ever. No, I I don't believe it. Goodness gracious, that's another subject another day. (laughs) But speaking of the old you know, it's definitely provided a lot of memories and I think for the last part of tonight, well we'll end it on a couple favorite memories of this year in games that we love and play. And we'll, I think we got two that we're going to talk about, so I'll let Matt go ahead. Well, see,
0: I was going to say, do we want to each do one and then our, our main one? Because I've got one, but it's a little more personal.
1: Okay, well, then we'll each do one, and then we'll do the one.
0: My favorite kind of individual-type memory of this year, I've talked about it on the podcast before. It was that late night when you, me, Danny, and Player X were all playing through uh, Sir Hammerlock's Big Game Hunt on Borderlands 2. And we got to the final boss, and you fell asleep. But it's, it's not just because of that. It's because it was just like this perfect moment in time where the Borderlands crew had almost been shattered, but it hadn't started to fragment yet. I feel like this is after what we're going to talk about in our number one episode, but it was before everyone just like peeled away because we used to run four deep in pretty much every mm-hmm. game. And nowadays, it's just you and me. Yeah. That's, that's it. But this was that moment in time right right between it where, you know, I was starting to get irritated with Player X and how he was doing stuff. But this late-night moment, him, me, Danny all had this just fun time laughing and having a great time with you snoring in the background, beating a boss, working together to beat a boss, looking through all the loot. It was just like a nice, It's like, oh, man, this is what it was supposed to be all along, and now it will never be again. <laughs> And it wasn't. (laughs) Yeah. That was that was the last hurrah of Borderlands Night with a force. I
1: bet that was a beautiful memory. (laughs) (laughs) I remember sleeping real good. That's what I remember. I was sleeping, I was gone. Farewell, my (laughs) friends. (laughs) Well, to to go ahead and come off of that one into another one that you're gonna also enjoy is the Mm. old man cranky achievement. Yes we had just got done with a match and by we i mean me you and
0: it was it was me it was you it was player yeah, x that's right, it, it was jeremy and then arando
1: yeah that's what it was okay i was trying to remember i'm like no danny wasn't there for that and i know i know no, player she x wasn't was there. so all right well there you have it it was player x me you and arando and jeremy son of a gun why do i forget poor jeremy Poor Jeremy. Whatever happened to that guy? He's such a cool dude, but he never <laughs> <Exactly>. plays anymore. <laughs> we just got done with the match, and this was odd in itself that we were even playing together because it doesn't happen anymore. Yeah. But we happened to be on, and we were going, and we'd, we just got stomped in a capture map. And we were sitting there joking. We're like, ha, ha, ha. You know, I'm like, man, stupid old man cranky. I'll never get that. It's ridiculous. This is impossible. And we load up into another capture map. And I don't know how this happened i don't know how Hmm. we just we split off we did what we're supposed to we said capture the points and move on and make sure you keep the points that's all we said really and then we split up and we went to the points we split up couple to a couple to b couple to c took them over i'm like holy cow we're doing good this is what we're supposed to be doing i start running around i'm looking for weak points all of a sudden i see like bravo start to get taken hit to bravo All of a sudden I see one other person hit the Bravo, boom, we take Bravo back. All of a sudden we're like, get to Alpha, get to Alpha, boom, we take Alpha back. All of a sudden, you know, Charlie, same thing. We're just hitting these points and we're doing exactly what you're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. Don't fight off the points. Get to them, keep them capped, support one another, and if you can, push them off. Get them to the, you know, get them to their spawn point and keep them there. But don't make that a focus. The focus is keep the points. And I don't know what kind of magic dust was on us, but it worked. And there was one close moment, and I got to give props to that rando. I wish I could remember his name, but, you know, beers had been had, so.
0: It's Azrim something, because I friended him afterwards, and we've never played together again. Nice. It's it's Azrim something. (laughs) His avatar is like a purple bunny man.
1: Fantastic. (laughs) Props to you, Azrim. He didn't talk to us at all. We were in a private chat. You know, we were all friends talking. And he was on board you know, he was playing with us, mm-hmm. he was capturing those points, moving to the points, supporting where he needed to. We supported him, obviously, when it needed to be done.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think there was even one point where Charlie was getting taken, and he was the only one over there for, you know, like 30 seconds, just fighting him off, standing on the point the whole while, just going to give his life for old man Cranky.
1: Mm-hmm. So he knew what was up. He knew what was up. Mm-hmm. And sure oh, enough, yeah. we made it there, we support. He didn't even die. So we got no. there just in time. No, we never died.
0: I don't think any of us died that match. And
1: that's that in and of itself is something strange and unique. So <laughs> Yep. <laughs> but we held them points and we got that old man cranky achievement. And it, everyone's just Woo yes. Oh my god, I got mm. it. This is amazing. And sure enough, you know, old boy stuck with us the next round. And then when the screen came up, every last one of us, old man cranky was on. Oh, it was yes. beautiful. And they were like, yeah, he got his too. Good job. Awesome. That was a great moment.
0: I, I think another aspect of that that made it so amazing was that this was after Borderlands Night fractured and shattered. Yes. And you and I had played Borderlands the night before, had all kinds of beers, and we are like, all right, well, Brian wants to play... We'll play a couple matches and maybe have a beer or two. And this turned into like Sub Borderlands Night. This was like Borderlands Night two Because mm-hmm. I remember at the start we were like, oh, yeah, you know, I'll sip on a beer. And then by the end of it, we were you know we were drinking and we were rolling. And that's when we got old man crazy. Yep. And I still have the footage of it saved on my PS four. I can't upload it anywhere because there's all kinds of vulgarities and horribleness and drunken people going
1: yeah yeah.
0: As it should be. I mean, it is as it should be, but that's unfit for, you know, delicate ears to consume. Yes,
1: that would annoy some listeners for sure. Goodness. <laughs> so that was one of my personal favorites, but of course, I'm sure you'd love yeah. that one as well. Which leads us to our last thing of the evening and probably the best thing that's ever happened.
0: The greatest moment there has ever been. I'll I'll do a little bit of the setup and you, you can walk us through the the final stages of it. Now this moment comes to us from the division, not from Battleborn.
1: It was the end of all things. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the, the end of
1: Borderlands Night.
0: This is when the hammer came down on the windshield and spiderwebbed everything. Mm-hmm. Before everything started flying apart and actually fracturing, this is what this was the death knell for Borderlands Night as a foursome. But for those who don't know, in the Division, there's an area called the Dark Zone. And this is like a quarantine-type area where everything's infected still from the, the disaster that's happened. And in there, you can do PvP. There's tougher enemies. You can farm for good loot. But the gist of it is, in this area, everything that y- all the loot you get is contaminated. So to get it out and be able to use it again, you have to run to an extraction zone, call in a helicopter, which will drop a rope with four hooks on it. You hook your contaminated goods bag onto that and then the helicopter flies away, and you get your goods when you get back to the base.
1: But... but they had just introduced a new thing to the game, and it was that enemy players could come up and cut that cord, and that would just yep. immediately spew the loot all over the place. They wouldn't get no credit for it. You had a chance to steal all the things you could and run off. Okay, mm. that was neat. We're not going to use that. We're a team. We're fighting off those other enemy that's players. Right. How dare they try to steal our loot?
0: Now, a- another bit of setup here. Sorry sorry to interrupt you, but I want to make sure this is said real quick. This was on a Borderlands night. And when we say Borderlands night, we mean that's a drinking night. Mm-hmm. And we said, all right, Borderlands night, this is Dark Zone night. We're going to do this. We got rules. Rule is if you come within, what, like 20 feet of another player, you, drink. you have to stand there and you got to do jumping <laughs> jacks for five full seconds. <laughs> that's right. And if you don't do it, you have to take a double shot or a double drink of whatever it is.
1: Yeah, I remember this. This caused this causes the anger in and of itself.
0: <laughs> and so player X, being the player he is, for some reason he just latched onto like stats and everything of this game. And he said, "All right, guys, we're going to go farm this place, this place and this place and this place." And we're like, "Okay, well, I'm still drinking my beers and I'm still having fun." And so he ended up getting some kind of legendary shotgun or some kind of gun. And he was like, all right, we're going to extraction right now because I got this cool thing. All right. Hey, Player X, look, there's a player there. You got to do your jumping jacks. And we're all standing there. The three of us are standing there doing our jump jacks, taking our drink. No, I don't care. I don't care. I, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going. Uh, 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 uh no way. I'm not losing this gun. Okay. Well, what a dick. All right. Yeah. You, you do what you want to do, Player X.
1: You, you be the way you want to be. Then vengeance
0: came. <laughs> Then vengeance came.
1: You see, if you don't know Eric, (laughs) I'm not the type of person who lets things just go. So we continued on and pretended like everything was fine. We came to said extraction zone. Beers had been had. Eric had thought about things. We cleared (laughs) the extraction zone. We called in the chopper. Chopper came. Eric put his gear on there. Oh, yeah. I put my gear on there. Matt put his gear on there. Danny put her gear on there. Player X put his gear on there. They were all celebrating. Everybody was happy. Everybody. They all. Oh my God! I got. I got my shotgun. I got my shotgun. I'm so happy. My life's great. Oh, this is gonna be plus seventeen points of my post- attack power. I can't wait. And what's Eric do? The only thing that had to be done. I. I see this <laughs> notification. Bling bling. Mahaga has left the group. Mahaga has left the group. That's my. That's my call name. Now, what happens when you leave the group? You become an enemy player. What can enemy (laughs) players do, boys and girls? They can cut that damn cord. So, while they're all jumping around, happy as lambs, not paying attention, thinking they got all their loot, I cut that goddamn cord. There's your f***ing shotgun player, X. On the ground. (laughs) Oh, my God. On the ground where it belongs, because you don't deserve it' because you didn't follow the goddamn <laughs> rules, and no one could
0: handle it and the best the best part of it all is as soon as you cut the rope, you go rogue, so enemy players get a bonus if they kill you,
1: yeah, so what happens so naturally
0: yeah, and so I turned uh-huh. and I started wailing on you just just for funsies, so Matt murders me
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, anytime I can murder Eric, it's a good time. So the best part is there's a trophy in the division for killing your first rogue agent, and I got that trophy. And you know what happens when you get a trophy? It saves that screenshot. So the cover on my on my PlayStation profile is boom mahaga laying dead with the with the <laughs> notification mahaga <laughs> the killed, killed. <laughs> and. <laughs> Among this just spew of loot everywhere on the ground.
1: Oh, so beautiful. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I might even put that up on the Twitter because that is so damn good.
1: And you felt you felt the anger. Ooh. You felt the rage. You felt oh, the yes. sadness. It all just was there. And you felt what was left just disintegrate.
0: It was awesome because I don't think he even said a word. No. I think he might have just, just gone, <sighs> and you could just... Feel the side, just keep going. After he stopped, and just go down and down and down into the dark pit of hatred and mm-hmm. despair.
1: Oh, it, was, so it good. was. Oh, it was a magical moment.
0: So hey, <laughs> so pro tip to anybody who plays with us: don't break the rules if there are rules, because you will pay That's for
1: right. them. That's right. There will be repercussions, and to think there won't—you <laughs> are highly mistaken. <laughs> I will sacrifice everything. <laughs> Oh man!
0: Oh my god! But
1: yeah, that ended. What was the four man Borderlands night? Yes,
0: that was that was the. Death and it melt. was a
1: beautiful day and a beautiful time, and I think <laughs> will probably remain in one of my top ten memories in oh, gaming, yeah. of course, of all time. God bless. <laughs>
0: That's never leaving my cover photo. That's staying there it forever. It needs to be
1: there forever as a reminder. <laughs> <laughs> We shared with you guys, you know, memories of twenty sixteen, gaming wise, some favorite games, some favorite moments. Mm-hmm. Why don't you guys send us some twitters, some emails, some all that other good stuff, some hey, maybe some Facebook. Maybe get maybe get Eric involved. You know you wanna hear what I gotta say. <laughs> Probably not. But do it anyway. Suck us. <laughs>
0: So, yeah, if you want to send us the emails, that's info at thirdshift.me. If you want to hit us up on the Twitters, that's thirdshiftme, thirdshiftme. And you want to, if you want to, you know, grace poor, lonely Eric with a little bit of, you know, brighten his day just a touch, you can find him on Facebook under thirdshift. But none of you will. That's, I'm sorry, Eric. Oh,
1: no. man, that's all right. Either way, we love and appreciate all of you listeners out there. As we tell you every single week, we want to mm. wish you guys an awesome New Year's. We hope you enjoy. We hope you know you Go make uh, smart resolutions, realistic resolutions, mm. and stick to it. How about that? Let's make that the number one. Stick to your realistic resolutions. I'm going to
0: resolve to keep going to work and earn money and maybe do a podcast in my spare time. Boom! Boom.
1: Realistic. realistic, achievable. Five points for you, Matt. <laughs> Good job. Yay! Speaking of five points, we got a Patreon up, and people want to throw in that tip, man. Five points, five bucks, one dollar, two dollars, anything and all things. (laughs) Why is Matt laughing? He's so mad. This is the worst (laughs) Patreon I've ever It was amazing. (laughs) It was amazing. Come on. Oh. Oh my God. That was great. You ruined it. (laughs) You ruined it. Jeez, (laughs) oh, Pete. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> While everyone's out there toasty, drinking them beers, getting ready for a new year, remember your old boys, Matt and Eric and Danny, at third shift. <laughs> <laughs> remember
0: your old boys and one girl. <laughs> uh, hey, she's got a baby on the way. We need all the money we can That's true. Get.
1: You know, a little tip is fantastic, and it's actually very much appreciated you know, as we keep saying, we yes. don't expect anything. You know, we're going to keep rolling going. But those tips are awesome, and we appreciate it when you guys mm-hmm. do hand those over. Because we know, you know, that's your money, and that crap's hard-earned and takes a lot yeah. of time and a job you may not like at all. So, you know, we get it.
0: I was going to say, I don't donate a lot of money to a lot of places. So when I see people donate their hard-earned money to two to three jokers who do a podcast once a week, I mean, that, mean, that means the world to us. I mean... That's, that's crazy. That's something we never, ever thought would happen.
1: Exactly. So with that, we want to wish you guys a happy new year. We hope all your Christmases are great. Make sure you tell us, mm-hmm. you know, some of your favorite, favorite gaming moments this year because I'm interested. You know, I definitely want to see and hear from you guys. And I know a lot of you guys will be telling us about Battleborn stories, and we want to hear them. Mm-hmm. So let's hear them. For God's sakes, get us some freaking mail. Let's make that a New Year's resolution, boys and girls. That's right. Cuz if you guys send us some mail, you guys send us some questions, you guys send us all sorts of things, guess what? It's getting on the show. We're talking about it. You guys are going to be famous. It's going to be great. Come on, Matt.
0: <clears throat> now, now speaking of mail, we didn't do a mailbag this week cuz this episode is going to be it's going to be super long. It's it's super extended and it's more of just a like we said, flashback to what was awesome this mm-hmm. year. Uh, look for the mailbag up again in future episodes. So, speaking of future episodes, we're going to be back in your ear holes again next week on the 6th of January for our Conjecture Land extravaganza.
1: Oh, boy. So.
0: Make sure you tune in for that. You can check it out on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Potomatic. We're on YouTube and Google Play Music as well. And if you like what we're doing, please give us a subscription and a rating and a review on any one of those services because it really helps us out and we really appreciate it.
1: Yeah, and iTunes, man, you got to give us some five-star <laughs> ratings on iTunes because that's the thing, you know what I'm saying? I mean,
0: we've got one review already that gave us five stars, so we're technically the best podcast in the that's world. That's right.
1: Because we got one review that says we are the best. Therefore, we are the best. Boom.
0: I mean, our, our average rating is five stars. So, I mean, top of the leaderboard, baby. Tiger
1: Blood, we're winning. That's we're great. winning. And on that note, I will say, don't, don't forget, forget to save.
0: Shut up and sit down.